0: The following program is a paid feature of WVRC Media. Welcome to the Turn to the Experts show with Advanced Heating and Cooling, the show that is always keeping you and your home one step ahead. Brought to you by Advanced Heating and Cooling, the area's only factory authorized carrier dealer. Carrier, turn to the experts and turn to Advanced. Now, the Turn to the Experts show with your co-hosts, Dave Seaman, Josh Heinerman, and WAJR's
1: Kyle Wiggs. Turn to the experts for this Wednesday. Thanks for joining us here on WAJR. Josh Heinerman is in with us, Director of Sales and Service for Advanced Heating and Cooling. Josh, good morning.
0: Morning, Kyle. How are you
1: today? I'm doing well. We're going to get into some new government regulations, what it all means, past 2022, But first, let's talk about what you have going. It's warming up. Obviously, we're going to have another 90-degree day today, so people are turning on those air conditioners for the first time. They're cranking them for the first time. They're running hour upon hour upon hour. I would imagine your phone is constantly ringing.
0: It is wide open right now, um, but we live for this time of year. We absolutely love it. We thrive on the chaos. We thrive on how many customers we can serve throughout a day or through a week or through a month so it's this is the fun time of year for sure and change that filter change your furnace filter yes
1: <laughs> change your filter check your batteries in your thermostat
0: make sure all your breakers are on
1: okay so that's the basics that's the basics that's the yep. basics change that filter uh i do it once a month i know that's perfect people that's they they say they last for several months but too many allergies, right? you got to change that filter to keep your sure. airs a little bit yeah, cleaner.
0: For sure, yeah. Depending on what kind of filtration system you have, yeah. One month, to, if you're using a basic filter, uh, one to three months on that, um, like the high Merv rating filters, mm-hmm. the the more air purification systems, you're about six months to a year Okay. on those. So. All right.
1: So, again, before we jump into this government talk, wh- what can people do? What number do they need to call? How do they set up an appointment for you to come out? and your staff to get their ses- their system assessed and checked.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, call our office or text our office even at 304-598-9030. Um, anybody up front, we'll get you taken care of. we get you set up with a
1: technician as soon as possible. All right, 304-598-9030. I know we had a hot stretch last week. We're in the midst of a hot stretch right now. So if you need that air condition serviced, call them at advanced, 598 Thirty. So you are a carrier dealer, primarily. You're licensed carrier dealer, but you'll work on anything, correct? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, we can fix anything, but we are a uh, factory authorized carrier dealer.
1: Okay. Government regulations on HVAC. What are they? What's changing, and when is it changing?
0: Well, doesn't that sound like a fun <laughs> topic? I'm so excited. Um. So, what's coming in 2023? So, a little bit of background on the industry. Um, The Department of Energy gave us a certain way to, the factory a certain way back in the early 90s on how to test and rate the equipment. And from there they would generate a number called a SEER rating, which stands for Seasonal Energy Efficiency Ratio. What that boils down to is for every dollar in electricity that your air conditioner asks for, how long will it stretch that dollar before it needs another dollar's worth of electricity? Um, The higher the SEER rating, the more efficient, the longer it goes before it asks for another dollar's worth of electricity to run it. Um, Back in the early 90s, they set some really loose standards on how to test the systems. Um, Quite honestly, not real world um, how they can generate these SEER rating numbers on it. They were tested in a laboratory with no ductwork connected to them, and they would give a certain combination say, okay, this combination can generate 13 SEER or 14 SEER. Um since then the Department of Energy has gotten smarter and they've worked with the manufacturers they've worked with the equip- with real data, real home data and said okay, we can't test at these static pressures anymore. So the Department of Energy said okay, we are going to basically add a little bit more pressure, a little bit more back pressure to the systems to make it more like a no- what you would see in a normal home. Um by doing that, they found that the ratings that they were putting out, and this is not just carrier, this is all manufacturers mm-hmm. across the boards. Um, they said, well, you're not actually getting 13 C out of these units. you're not actually getting 14 here out of these units. And in this new kind of green initiative, you know trying to get everyone to be a little bit more conscious about their energy and how much they're using, the government realizes that the biggest energy consumer that we have is air conditioning systems. Hmm. Um, so they kind of put their hand a little bit deeper in the cookie jar and said, okay, by 2023, we are going to change how you can test these systems or how the factories can do their testing on it. Well, that means that the factory has to completely re-engineer the HVAC equipment mm. um, by 2023. And they're even doing some different things across the country. Like right now in West Virginia, we the minimum SEER rating that we're allowed to put in is a 13 SEER. Um, by January 1st, 2023, we jump to 14 Um For our Maryland customers, um, our Virginia customers, they are jumping to a 15 SEER. So they're going from 14 to a 15. But they're changing the ratings to or how the systems is tested, so it's actually significantly more than a one-point jump if you test it against the old, the old way that they tested it. Um, what it kind of boils down to, though, is with all of these different changes and everything that they're, they're making across the industry, the factories are basically having to re-engineer and retool all of their assembly lines. What that means to the consumer is, yes, you're going to get a more efficient, a little bit quieter piece of equipment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The bad side of that is we're looking at between a 20 to a 35% increase in equipment cost January 1st.
1: Wow. That's because of all the stuff that has to change at the factory exactly. level. Exactly. The manufacturing The level.
0: manufacturing. At the manufacturing level, they have to use different materials, like I said, completely retool assembly lines. We're, we're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars that these manufacturers are having to dump back into their factories to meet these new energy mm-hmm. guidelines and set points. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, every dollar that they put into their factories has to be passed along sure, to yeah. someone. I mean, it's it's unfortunate. Um, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I necessarily agree with the way that you're doing it, um, especially during, you know, everyone's already feeling the economic pinch of what we have going on in the world right now. Everyone is already feeling um, the supply chain and supply line shortages. You know, there's, there's a ton of equipment out there um, that are... Not even currently available at this point. For them to then come in and say, okay, no, we're still going to stick to our guns. We're still going to change everything in 2023. It's just going to make it a little bit mm-hmm. tougher. Uh, it's going to make it tougher economically on the end user. Uh, it makes a, a, a it signif- a lot harder on our distribution channels and distribution partners. So uh, it's we'll <laughs> see how it plays out. Um, not to sound... I, I really don't want to come across as... You have to replace your air conditioner right now. If you're even entertaining the thought of it, if your air conditioning system is more than you know, 10 or 12 years old or if it's starting to have some issues with it, I absolutely encourage estimates are free. Mm-hmm. Call in, text in, get set up with an estimate with a technician. Um, at least at that point, whether you do anything this year or not, at least at that point, you can kind of have some budget numbers to right. work with
1: uh, moving forward. Okay, so this is anything new – Starting in 2023, this is for people who have new systems installed. Correct? Yes. After yes, January, I, I expe- say January first. Exactly. I, a- I
0: expect my prices to to jump. Well, I know that they're going to jump on January first, 2023. Um, f- what we're doing on our end to hopefully offset that is, I, I plan on making a very large stock order. Um, having a lot of inventory on hand, and and I want to hold off as long as I possibly can before we have to uh, before we have to start passing any additional costs on to customers. So mm-hmm. okay, uh, we're we've we've already we've actually started planning on this
1: over a year ago. All right, so you're ahead of the game. You're one step ahead. One you step hope. ahead. Always. Okay. So this is for new systems in 2023. What about? current systems, the hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of systems that are out there already is, does any of this have any impact on what people already have in their home?
0: The only impact that it has on them is, you know, the age that you currently have on your system. Um, like I said, we're looking it it's you know, pre these price increases coming in 2023. And then there's actually another, uh, there's another change coming in 2025. That's going to flip the industry on its head yet again. Um, There again, it's going to be – we can dive into that if we have time, but it's – the long short of that is a change in refrigerant yet again. Hmm. Um, They're finding out that R410A, which was the replacement for the Freon, or R22, they're finding out it's not as good for the atmosphere as what they said that it was. So now they're switching it again, which means the factories then have to retool the assembly lines all over again.
1: Exactly. Okay, so 2023, Mm -hmm. the changes are dictated by – Conservation of energy. Exactly. Twenty twenty five. The changes will be dictated by. Is it still called Freon? Is it still? Is that the basic? It's
0: still even up in the air on what kind of refrigerant they're going to use. Right now, they're looking at a blend of refrigerant that is a propane base. The the main or fifty one percent of the refrigerant blend is actually a propane byproduct. Um, Personally, I'm curious to see how that's going to play out with the we're not wanting to do a whole lot of drilling for natural gas and all that fun stuff. Like it doesn't make sense to me how they can have a quote unquote green initiative to replace the refrigerant in systems with something that is propane based that you have to drill and frack to get out of the ground to put in the systems. I I don't understand how it all works. We're just, uh, I'm just a a little carrier dealer in Morgantown. I (laughs) I don't get to play in that that sandbox. That's
1: my next question. And this is a whole different topic and a whole different show. But if, the new Freon or the new coolant system is based on a derivative of natural gas. I'm wondering if, I don't know, you don't have the answer to this, if that could boost the natural gas industry. <laughs> personally,
0: I'm hoping that it does. Um, I have a lot of friends in that oil and yeah. natural gas. So personally, I, I'm hoping that it does, but we'll see how it shakes out. It, there's a lot of customers right now that are even pre buying, um, propane and fuel oil right now for their heating systems. Um, mm-hmm they're seeing what the cost of propane is this year. And we're getting a ton of calls right now. I'm like, okay, what's it going to cost to get this propane furnace or this fuel oil furnace out of my house and switch to a total electric system. So
1: hmm.
0: we'll see how it shakes out. Um, Fingers crossed, high hopes that they push these regulations down the line a little bit further, at least until we're really out of this pandemic, until the supply line is opened back up 100%. I mean, we're looking at – there are some manufacturers right now that the most popular size of equipment is a three-ton unit. Um, Definitely the most popular for us, definitely the most popular for our area. A three-ton unit is going to take care of a house that's anywhere from, you know, 1, 15 1,600 square feet to 2,000 square feet. That's where most houses land. There are manufacturers of equipment right now that have no three-ton equipment, and they're not going to have any three-ton equipment until January, February of next year. Wow. Those are some serious shortages. Yeah. We're talking hundreds of thousands of systems that the manufacturers literally cannot get. They might be waiting on one part to finish assembling this air conditioner, you know, we've seen it throughout the pandemic. We, we've seen it with the, you know, the, um, the chips, the, for chips. The, cars. Yeah. Yeah, the chips. Well, it's not just for the cars. Um, there are a lot of microprocessors built into the control boards on gas furnaces, higher end air conditioning systems. Um, I saw a picture of one factory that had literally as far as you could see Equipment stacked up on pallets with a side cut out of the cardboard box. W- units assembled, ready to rock waiting and roll. Waiting for the chip. Waiting for someone to come through and literally just come <laughs> in and plug a chip on every single one of those units. Um, we saw the effects of that. Um, we waited on certain pieces of equipment last year for six months. Um, that wasn't necessarily due to the chip shortage, though. That was pre-chip shortage. They were they were just sitting on shipping containers out in different
1: harbors. So. Hmm. Okay. Well, fascinating. It's incredible, but, uh, you know, that's where we are in 2022. We are with Josh Heinerman, Director of Sales and Service at Advanced Heating and Cooling. He spent the last 20 minutes describing the problem or what is perceived as a problem starting in 2022. We'll take a break and come back, and we'll talk about maybe what you should do and perhaps some offers that uh, Carrier has to kind of help you make that decision. We'll do that when we return. Stay with us. The Turn to the Experts show on WAJR will continue after this. Hi, Josh Ironman here with Advanced Heating and Cooling. I bet your AC has been running at full throttle the past few
0: days. Now is not the time to sweat an issue with your system. The team in advance can service all makes and models. If you have a system and you wish you did advanced is your local factory authorized carrier dealer even if your home doesn't have central air we can keep you cool all summer long it's time to beat the heat call or text 304-598-9030 carrier turn to the experts and turn to advanced
1: and we are back on turn to the experts the show on this wednesday morning Sponsored by Advanced Heating and Cooling. Josh Heinerman is with us, Director of Sales and Service for Advanced Heating and Cooling. We spent the first segment going in depth about these government-enforced changes that are coming in 2023 for the heating and cooling industry and how that is going to affect the cost of a new system, the cost of equipment. All right, so Josh, people are hearing this now. They're thinking, okay... I've got a system that may be on the brink. I've got a system that needs upgraded. I've got a system that's 20 years old. What would you say to them? What are the steps that they should take here over the next couple of months?
0: So the immediate action um, from a homeowner perspective. And once again, I'm not sitting here trying to sound like a sales guy and the, the world's coming to an end and doom and gloom and all that from a financial standpoint reach out to our office um call us shoot us a text message throw us a message over on social media it now is the time to replace um the sense of urgency is there it, just from an economic standpoint it's going to be significantly more expensive you know come january like i said mm-hmm. I, i'm expecting across the board between 20 and 35 percent price increase from the manufacturer there's nothing I can do to stop that. We've been in negotiations for over a year on it. We've got some kind of plans in motion to hopefully I don't have to do that price increase right at January 1st. I'm hoping I have enough inventory in stock to at least be able to get through into spring. Um, but the, the sense of urgency is there to reach out. Home consultations are free. Mm-hmm. Have somebody come out, put an, put an eyeball on the system, and they from there they can even gauge, okay, it may last until 2025 before the next round of kind Mm -hmm. of increases or it's a, nope, you're kind of on that borderline. Let's look at it now. Let's take care, let's take care of replacement now. And kind of the way that we're rolling right now, I'm still doing 0% APR for 60 months. Um, Unless anything happens with like that kind of that side of the equation with the banking system that we use, 0% 0% APR for 60 months. I know I'm, I'm hoping that I can be able to keep that rate locked in throughout this year, but another one of those things come 2023, I'm not even sure what finance plans I'm going to be able to offer. So, okay. it's it, right now is the best time to be able to pull something off.
1: All right, so you can reach Advanced at uh, 304-598-9030. Okay, you've got uh, technicians Going through the NATE process. Yes. Explain that. What is yes. that all about?
0: So, uh, the NATE testing. Um, NATE testing stands for North American Technical Excellence. Um, what this is is a very difficult test. Um, they have a core test that goes across the board, whether you be a service technician or an installer. Um, a core test kind of does the, the basic, the fundamental, uh, at a high level, the basic fundamentals of a heating and air conditioning system and airflow mitigation, how air moves through homes and structures. And then you just start jumping into specialty tests. Um, really excited to announce it. We just, we tested 10 guys last week, um, five guys on the install team um, specializing anywhere in between air conditioning installation, gas furnace installation, or heat pumps, same on the service side. We have five more guys to test on the service side for air conditioning, gas furnace, and air conditioning service. Um, I'm excited to announce that those guys all passed. Uh, they all passed the test. Um, what that means like to the consumer or what that means on kind of a boiled down level, less than half a percent of everyone that you know who does heating and cooling systems, less than half a percent have technicians that are nate certified. Hmm. Um, there's not very many Nate certifi- certified technicians running around. Um, we're fortunate enough to have over 30% of our staff, over 30% of our team, hmm. uh, our field service team. Um, not only took the Nate test, but passed it with flying colors. So these guys worked really hard, uh, really hard to be able to get this test and pass it. So a big kudos to those guys, anyways. It's watching. We're proud of you. Great job.
1: Yep. Great accomplishment. Yep. And you're always looking for help. Yes. So the recruiting. Push continues on. And we did a show weeks ago about uh, how this is an industry that's growing. There's always opportunity. There's opportunities to maybe come in at an entry level and advance. Absolutely. So, again, make your spiel there about what it would mean to get involved in what you do.
0: Absolutely. So, we're always looking for people to add to the team. Um, currently, right now, we're hiring it, uh, literally all positions. Um, We're looking for administration help. We're looking for dispatchers and CSRs. We're looking for um, those kind of higher end, the the office personnel to be able to take on some of the bigger tasks and responsibilities that we have. Um, The phones are absolutely ringing off the hook right now. Um, So we need as many people as we can to to jump in out front to work on that front office team, um, to answer phones and schedule technicians and deal with the supply line shortages and when's this part coming and when's it's going to be here. And, and kind of, so that moving part and piece. So anyone who enjoys putting together puzzles at a really (laughs) fast pace, come talk to us. Um, service plumbers, our, our plumbing division and plumbing department is absolutely blowing up right now. Um, we need service plumbers, um, anyone who's interested in getting into the trades at all, uh, we need those people. We need HVAC technicians. Um, we're we're pretty good with our installation team right now. Um, not to say anybody listening, if, <laughs> any high end, any really good um, installer that's listening, come talk to us. So we'd love to have a conversation with you. But our training programs have really started to take off. And it's it's been really cool and gratifying to see these kids that come in, they sit down for their interview and they have a good personality. They mm-hmm. seem trustworthy. They pass a background check. All that fun stuff, and then, but they can maybe barely read a tape measure. <laughs> to see that side of it, to see those kids really stepping up to the plate and learning the industry, learning the processes, and procedure, and how we operate. And we've got guys that we brought in in January, February that they're going to be in their own trucks within the next couple wow. of weeks. It's it's really cool to see. Um the, the to see that kind of that cultural shift between yeah you know, the 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 older heads in the department. These guys are starting to really enjoy training these younger kids yeah. now. So.
1: All right, so give them a call 598-9030 if you're interested in joining the team, if you're interested in anything we've talked about today. Great show. We're out of time. That was quick. It was quick. Josh, thanks. Josh Heinerman, Director thanks, of Sales and Service, Advanced Heating and Cooling on WAJR.